thing. I feel like I have such high hopes, but then I'm also like, Betsy, stop being a fucking narcissist. This is how we're gonna, this is how I'm gonna meet Henry Cavill. And this is how he's gonna fall in love with me. (laughs) (laughs) This is How Not to Die, the podcast where we gab about mysterious and terrifying things. So grab your favorite drink and let's jump on in. Thank you so much for tuning in to part two of episode one on Haunted Hotels. Every chance I get, I just mentioned Henry Cavill's name. I feel like if I say oops, if I say his name enough, I'll just manifest him. <laughs> the thing is, I loved him in Superman, and I love him even more in in The Witcher. I feel like he has evolved with me as a person. <laughs> Alright, well we should probably get into my Thingy me, Bob. I feel like half of this podcast is the actual podcast, and then half of it is me <laughs> reacting to whatever you're saying. <laughs> me going, oh my goodness! <laughs> I can't help it, my mouth is a trash can. <laughs> Mind in the gutter, mouth is a trash can. Mind what can you do? Oscar the Grouch. No. <laughs> what can you do with a homeschool girl gone bad? Yeah. Anyway, we could we could go into details about this later. Yeah. I should probably get going. Yes. About this, yes. this is hotel. Your haunted hotel. Which one my, did you choose? The haunted. The haunted. The haunted hotel. It's called the Doherty Hotel. Doherty. But it's spelled like Doherty. It's Irish. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's in Clare, Michigan. Oh. It's like right in the middle of everything. Okay. Yeah. Is that north actually, of us or south? Wait, I know. I wrote... Oh my gosh, I wrote a whole intro to this. Okay, we're going to redo this. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Betsy, do you know what city is in the center of Michigan? Lansing. No, it's Claire! <laughs> <laughs> I had the answer key in front of me, and yet I chose chaos instead. <laughs> I woke up and chose violence. What can I say? I'm trying to be the main character. <laughs> Claire, your, my final answer is Claire. Trying, Lock in. <laughs> are you trying to steal my heart? Because really, like, any, <laughs> all you need to be is, like, have, like, some sort of slicked back hair. <laughs> Deep voice. <laughs> have some sort of traumatic past. I'll be like, huh, honey, can you marry? We should have Well, one of those things is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Claire, I choose Claire. Okay, Lock okay, in. Okay. So a few things you should know about, about Claire, Michigan, um, <clears throat> which you should already know this. No, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't know this. Before. I know so. nothing. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Intersection of three major roadways, so US 10, M115, and then US 127. So basically, from Lansing, just go shh, north. I'm horrible when it comes to freeways and highways. I don't yeah. even know. I'm really good with north, south, east, and west, uh-huh. and then I'm horrible with like uh, the actual numbers and all that. I'm it's like, a little confusing around here. 
Yeah, I'm like, the one highway that does that thing, and it goes north, and then it veers to the east, and yeah. Well, in Lansing, it's really confusing, because you have, like, yeah, it gets it gets confusing. Like, I understand, like, the basic ones, like... I know 496. Well, west, but yeah, like, 496 confuses the hell out of me. Because it's just one, like, it just kind of connects two different yeah. freeways, and yeah. it's just short, and then it ends. Yeah. Do you know what my favorite highway is? What? I-69. I-69. <laughs> to Charlotte, baby. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, Charlotte. Anyway. Charlotte. <laughs> oh, my um, God. So, what I think about Claire is it's halfway to everywhere in the Lower Peninsula, which kind of comes in a little bit later. But that's one of the reasons why it was so popular. Halfway to anywhere in the Lower Peninsula. Uh, has large... Um, Amish community. So, oh, we love some Amish yeah, community. I, well, I love Amish communities. Um, do you ever think it was weird that, like, our really oppressive homeschool culture, for some reason, always thought that novels about Amish women running away from their faith was an okay thing? Bruh. Seriously. Like, there were so many series about that. I, no, I remember, um, kindergarten through fifth grade, there was this series that was written by, like, it, it was about Mennonite, Mennonite, mm-hmm. am I saying that right? I think it's Mennonite. Mennonite. Um, but it was about a Mennonite family. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, the oldest boy's name was Peter, and then his sister's name was Rachel. And I just have clear, vivid memories about reading those series of books. And then I find out that, like, Jeremy going to public school got to read, like, really awesome, cool, like, fantasy stories. And I'm like, I read about Peter and Rachel going to the market and having to make a fire in the kitchen. Like... Which is all fine, like, it's yeah. all cool and stuff, but it's like, I'm not Mennonite. Mm-hmm. Like, our families were not Mennonite. Why did we read well, I, Mennonite I, I books? I just thought it was odd that, like, a conservative community like what we grew up in would encourage people to read books about people breaking away from their faith. Yeah. Because that's literally what they would do, is they were like, I'm gonna be in the real world! And I'm like... Is there something like I feel like there's like a subconscious thing going on here in the homeschool community? <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm gonna escape. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. you've yeah. I really don't know. It's I don't know. it's just trippy. That's yeah. all I can say. So anyway, uh, so nearing. Uh, oh wait, I never fact checked that. So. <laughs> I'm just going to say it anyway. As near the center of town is a beautiful brick Dodry Hotel. Dodry Hotel. Um, so you never fact-checked that it was, like, in the middle of the town? Yeah, or? I never looked oh. up. I was going to look up, like, a map from, like, the, like when it was built. Because oh, it was in the early 1900s. I was going to look up a map. Well, if it was built in the early 1900s, it's probably in the center of yeah, town. Yeah, it probably is, but... If it's a hotel... It's the would, heart of the city. Yeah, they would want it to be right there in the middle Yeah, to get the most business. Yeah. And you said it was made of brick? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful brick. Mm. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Something about brick. <sighs> Baby. Makes me salivate. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> if you hear dripping in the background, <laughs> it's 
is busy. me mouthwatering over some <laughs> classic brick buildings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not an architect, but I can appreciate, damn it. <laughs> so, in this hotel, we have a history of speakeasies, <gasps> gangsters, Ooh. and ghosts. All of the good things. Are you ready to jump in? Yes. Okay, I'm ready. So, the history about this. So, this got, this was made, um, or this was made, this was made by one guy. No, this was uh, founded by a guy named Alfred James Dortree. Jeez, I'm going to, like, butcher this name. That's Doherty. 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 Okay. Late Senator Alfred James Doherty. So, he was a senator. Yes. This guy, oh my gosh, I will have to, I'm almost... Uh, yeah, no, he did a lot. Just a second, I'll get to that. Okay. Um, but he married, um, he got married in New York, and then he moved to Michigan and had all of his children. Um, so according to this, and I think this was from, like, uh, some sort of state, like, record or whatever, he had, um, Floyd, Frank, Lydia, and Fred. Um, Dang. So after he went to school in NYC, he moved to Claire. So this is when his his whole life, like, this guy inspires me, like, and I'm not just saying that, like, with all the stuff he did, because he's kind of like one of those people that he just doesn't quit. So he worked in all the departments of a sawmill. He was a clerk at a merchant. He taught for three years. He opened an insurance office. He started a hardware store, um, which was Claire Woodenware Company, and was a general manager for it. He mm-hmm. owned a farm, held a position of the president of the Farmers Institute of Claire County, president of the Claire Electric Company, local manager for the Michigan Bell Telephone Company, was on the local school board, was on the state school uh, state board of agriculture from 1907 to 1913, superintendent of Michigan State Fair. Board of Trustees of Michigan State University from 1907 to 1919. Presidential elector for Michigan in 1908. Um, alternative delegate to Republican National Convention from Michigan. Owner of the Municipal Water, Light, and Power Company on Mackinac Island. Mayor of Clare and a member of the Elks and the Knights of Phaethius. Um, and that, that was all from the Legislation Michigan Biography website. So this guy, like, did it all. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, if I could just achieve one thing in my life. <laughs> but she's just staring at me in disbelief. I guy, live oh a very sad, sad life. I, I well this guy wow. this this is why you need you need to go back to school and this is why I'm going back to school. Because if this guy can do all of that in his life, we can do all of that in our lives. I'm tired though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired all the time. Shh, it's okay. It's okay. 
I mean, I want to believe in myself, but believe then I also want to go to bed <laughs> all the time. I am no, no, okay, but I'm very impressed because yeah. that has to take a lot of drive. Yeah. Um, or a lot of privilege. <laughs> I was about to go there. I was seriously, you took the words out of my mouth. Like, a lot of drive, a lot of privilege. Also, I would like to say that probably a majority of those things mm-hmm. didn't require a license or Mm. schooling like when I when you said he taught for three years I want to be like yeah um that's impressive but I also wonder like did he actually have to get a teaching degree to do that because I think he actually did I think he went to school oh fuck Anna you just ruined my whole (laughs) I wanted to be like that's not as impressive because he probably didn't have to do everything he was working at the sawmill and then he, while he was working at the sawmill, he was in school to be a teacher. Oh my gosh. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> you know what? I just... Get out of bed. I just... Embrace the privilege. I... <laughs> <sighs> poor, poor Betsy <laughs> doesn't have the drive slash privilege of this man. Boo freaking who. I could cry for hours. Okay, continue. Okay. <gasps> so, this, this wonderful man, Mr. Albert, okay, he was betting that the auto industry would take off. Um, so, he didn't, um, so he didn't, like, end up building the hotel right next to the railroad. He actually, um, like, and, like, he just built it where he wanted to build it because he was, like, auto industry's going to take off. Trains are obsolete, bitch. <laughs> just did and what he, he was right. Well, no, and like he obviously knew what he what he what he was talking about. After so, this was constructed in nineteen tw- the 1920s, right? And because Claire was such a central part of Michigan, um, they had a lot of problems with different gangs around because um, they would use um, Claire as kind of like a stopping point to traffic. Uh, booze through the Prohibition era. Ooh, yeah. So, um, and then just like fast forwarding about 100 years, <laughs> um, construction was done in 1990 on the South Wing that added 33 rooms to the hotel. Um, so, Betsy, what is the creepiest number? Uh, 13? No. No? No. Seven? No, seven's a lucky number. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, the creepiest number, four. <laughs> I don't know. What? Three. <laughs> I'm What's just... the mark of the beast? <laughs> Betsy, what is the mark oh, of the beast? Oh, 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 man. <sighs> you call yourself a homeschooler. <laughs> I call my... I, no, I, I escaped, remember? Oh, I yeah, escaped. Yeah, yeah, you escaped. Okay, six. Six, six, six. Yes. Okay. So the Dutch hotel. Um, <laughs> Look. <laughs> Four. <laughs> what the fuck? The time it was built, the Dotry Hotel had 60 rooms, each having hot and cold running water. So, like, ooh, real classy. Fancy. 36 of those rooms contained either a tub or a shower bath. Ooh. So, this was back, like, we getting fancy up yeah, in no, here. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. 
old time. He was like, I want my guests to be clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stanky ass guests yeah. driving No all bed bugs here, thank you. Yes. So, um, it, when the, the hotel first opened, the ground floor had a buttload of things <laughs> to do. Um, like, you could check a book out at the Clear Public Library. There was a coffee shop. There was, obviously, the lobby. There was the Wedwood Room, which was a huge dining room. A soda shop, which is, I think, what I would think of would be like an ice cream parlor. Kind of like back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, a barber shop. Ooh. Two sample rooms that displayed travel, like commercial traveler's wares. And this was all inside the hotel? Yeah, this was in like the bottom part of the hotel. Okay, I want to go to this hotel. And then he had the hotel kitchen, pantry and refrigerator, which is kind of, yeah. Yeah. And then there's also Senator Dotry's uh, Do office, which, you know, so Elber had his office down there, too. Um, so but this wasn't just a hotel. This was like an entire town. Oh, yeah. Inside a hotel. Oh, yeah. He did all the extra. He was he was the hosti- hoster with the moster. I don't know. A hostess with the moster. <laughs> hostess with the moster. Except What's a, not a, a host, host with the most. Yeah. Wow. We're the just hostess. really messing up. We don't know what he's... I think he went by he and him, I'm guessing, but I don't know. Maybe he would have preferred something else, so... Yeah, I mean, it's like, we all know what they went by, but no one... Yeah, what want to? Yeah, no one really... We're just gonna call him the hostess with the mostest, because it's better than the host with the most. Yeah, I just don't like that. Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like it's a better... Hostess with the mostest. No matter what, like pronoun you go by i just feel like hostess with the most is just more fun to say yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it doesn't offend anyone uh, anyway all right so let's get into the speakeasy with the gangsters so there's not a lot of information about the actual speakeasy um pretty much it was just uh that like like the actual speakeasy that was in like I couldn't find anything like oh it costs like ten dollars for a thing of booze or whatever it was more just like oh there's this hidden room downstairs right you know there wasn't like there wasn't like a lot of information but there's a lot of information on the gangsters that were there so um the main gang that spend time there was the purple gang and i guess they're also known as the sugar house gang and they were uh, all jewish gang and they were brought to michigan by the oil industry i think they were all they were also in new york if i'm remembering correctly but they were mainly in detroit um and they were responsible for more than 500 killings in less than 10 years holy shit yeah so these guys were pretty serious, but I love how they're called the Purple Gang. It just reminds right. me of Barney. I feel like Barney would oh be my their goodness. mascot. Oh my word. Please, if there's any Purple Gang still around, don't come for me. Um, yes. So they had ties to... Um, yeah, like... Oh my god, what yeah. if they're still, like, the Purple Gang? Or, like, yeah. what was left of... I don't know anything about gangs. I don't either. I know, like, people try to be cool on Instagram and make, like, quote-unquote gang signs with their hands like my little brother was into that when he was going to school in Lansing and I was like I know I'm like you don't actually know what that means your brother is an idiot (laughs) sorry just had to spill that tea real quick you don't just don't 
do if you don't know no, what you're yeah. messing with, just don't do it. Yeah. I say as the person who wants to go sleep in the most haunted <laughs> room in a hotel. Well, but, I mean, I feel like you know at least a little bit about spirituality. I try. Honestly, I, I, mean, I try. But. Have you ever watched like one episode of one type of like ghosty show? Um, <laughs> I yeah. There's this one. <laughs> so quick sidebar, real quick. Uh-huh. There's uh, there's this one person that I watch, or actually, it's two guys. And uh, oh my god, I can't remember. I'm gonna have to look them up. I can't remember what they're called. But they're ghost hunters, basically. And one of them is absolutely terrified of ghosts. Oh, is that BuzzFeed Unsolved? I don't... It's like the... It's the... Maybe. I don't know. But it's... One guy is super terrified of ghosts. And then Uh the other one is like, I don't give a fuck. Come for me. (laughs) And so... Like... Or is it the guy who is... Hey, demons, it's your boy. Yes! Oh my gosh, I love him. Yeah, yes. that's the BuzzFeed Unsolved guy. So, I so love good. to watch his episodes, but one of my favorite ones is the goat man who owns the bridge. And he goes out on the bridge and he's like, yo, goat man, this is my bridge now. My bridge. And the other guy so who's dumb. recording, he's like, so dude, shut up. Like, so you don't know dumb. what you're messing with. And this dude is like jumping around on the bridge and he's just like, Come get me. This is my bridge now. <laughs> oh my and then he, he stands in the middle of the bridge. He goes, fuck you, goat man. <laughs> that is so dumb. But it's, it's so, so oh, I just, I. Oh, I, my gosh. Gotta love him. It's oh, so good. I, I need to, like, he needs to go swim in some holy water. My Catholic is coming out again. I'm just like, I, holy water. Everything. Like, literally, I was watching, uh, I forget what show it was. It's one of the travel channel, like, ghost shows, and this lady is, like, a medium, and so a detective goes in, right, and he talks to the family, and the family tells him what's going on, and then he does historical research. And then she's a medium. She comes in, doesn't talk to the family, doesn't look at any pictures on the walls, and does kind of, like, a reading walkthrough. And at the end, they compare notes and kind of mm. come up with what's going on. Um, and one of the girl was like, oh yeah, this is going on in your house. So just take holy water and put it in a spray bottle. <laughs> spray your walls Stop. with it. Stop. And I guess they did it and it worked. I hate that. I don't understand. I, you know. I don't understand. I have very mixed feelings on mediums. Yeah. Like pe- people who do that as a yeah. job. I just, I have such mixed feelings. Yeah. Um. Because I feel like it, it's kind of like... I mean, it kind of goes back to the like whole superhero thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> the great power comes great responsibility. But it does, because you literally... Like, if you... Like, you can really mess with people's emotions, you know? And you gotta realize you have that ability. And, yeah. You know? And I feel like sometimes people hold on for so long. And, like, grief can be such a healing thing, but it can also be a very toxic thing in your life. And sometimes you got to let that shit go. Yeah. And I feel like definitely it's like, I feel like it's, I don't know, for me at least it's a situational like type of thing where in some situations 
yeah, go ahead, go to a medium and then other situations, you know, maybe it's best for you just to figure it out yourself and then move on. You know, I, I feel like it's really yeah. like a case by case. It can't be like, I mean, I don't know. That's just me, but that's me with most things. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the purple gang. <laughs> so they, um, so happy. They, yeah. I wonder if they took over red gang and a blue gang. And we're like, we're the purple gang now. They were like the king of Egypt, you know, where you had the gold crown and the red crown and you put them together. I don't know if you remember that from history class. I don't know. I, I learned I about it a long time ago. I don't know if it's even accurate. I don't remember, oh, but I'm fascinated. Time. Continue. Anyway. So they also have ties to the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. <gasps> I've uh, heard about that. I have, too. I haven't really... I don't know that much about a lot. Oh, NeNe Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta just started a live video. Anyway, sorry. Sidetrack. I love the Real Housewives. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Great. And they also had... Uh, and they were suspects in Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance. And also in the Lindenberg baby kidnapping. Do you ever hear about that one? Uh, It sounds vaguely familiar. I will have to cover that because it's a really cool case. Um, So this is the main involvement with what happened with the hotel is that there's this guy, okay, named Carl. (laughs) Jack Livingston. Carl. Carl. Named, uh, but his last name is Livingston, so I almost wonder if, like, Livingston County is named after his family or something. Anyway. Hmm. But he he lived at the hotel, all right, and he was an oil man from Texas. And he was in an oil company with his um, business partner, um, Isaiah, which I think he was also his cousin. Um, but anyway, they were both business partners, so they knew each other pretty well. Um, and... Isaiah was an attorney from New York, and he had close ties to, like, huge mobsters. So he basically, like, I mean, he could probably just be like, hey, that guy's bothering me. And the other guy would be like, hey, I take care of him for you, brother. Like, Dang. <laughs> talk like. And, um, so they, both part of the Purple Game, both owned an oil company. And, um, Carl wanted to drill on some acres like 45 acres that isaiah owned um but isaiah didn't want to sell it he's like nope that's mine not gonna give it to you no rude so jack or not jack (laughs) uh carl carl of course you know goes off and is like oh my gosh he's mad at me that i wanted to buy this stuff he has a hit out on me which is kind of like like super paranoid. Like, oh, he knows Mega Mobsters, so oh, he has a hit very, on my life. Very dramatic. So then what Carl does is he goes down to the to the dining room, you know, in the middle of uh, Isaiah, just having a normal meal with his girlfriend, and I think his wife was at home. I mean, you know, typical mobster day. Mm, and Typical. <laughs> Carl goes down there and just shoots him in the head. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> Well, wait, okay, so just so I have this right, so the guy who was paranoid yes. shoots the other guy? Yes. He was paranoid that, okay, so Carl was paranoid that Isaiah was going to kill was him. Was going to kill him because Carl wanted to buy the land from Isaiah. Yeah, and Isaiah said no. Yeah, and Isaiah said no. And that's fine. He had yeah. every right to say no. Oh, yeah, he can say so no. So Carl, Carl shoots was like, him yeah. because he's paranoid that yeah. Isaiah is gonna kill him. Yeah. What a fucking baby. <laughs> what a drama queen. 
I mean, good grief. You, that, that's, that is when you go to Lowe's, you buy an extra deadbolt, mm-hmm. and you put it in your fucking door. You don't mm-hmm. go and fucking shoot someone. Yeah. No, and I would just, like, honestly, like, don't you just have to kiss a lot of ass? Like, just kiss a couple asses and you'll be fine. It's fine. I mean, if you're, if you're messing with the mom anyway, you have to know how to handle the mom. Yeah. As I, you know, me with no mob experience. I, I feel sense. like if I ever got involved in a mob, I would just be like, okay. You'd be the mob boss, by I, the way. I'd just be like, <laughs> am I in this? Like, in this, in this? Mm-hmm. Like, where's my member card? <laughs> or... <laughs> As I push up my glasses, you know, or it would be kind of like, okay, so I die now, right? I I lay down and you kill me, right? I die? They'd be like, give me the goods that you break your kneecaps. And I'm just like, okay, take my goods. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Oh my um, goodness. I'd be way too annoying for mobsters. It would be like dude. if they ever kidnapped me, they would bring me back in ten minutes. Just because like start I would I would take out my notepad and be like, I want to know everything. Mm-hmm. I wanna study your mind. I mm-hmm. want to know why your brain ticks the way it does. And mm-hmm. they'd be like, No. <laughs> be like, get out. Just no, you talk too much. <laughs> be like, get out. Uh and then so after he killed Isaiah. Okay. Which, um, okay, so so he's paranoid about... Getting killed. Ki- getting killed by the mob, so he kills somebody... In the mob. In the mob. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I know I already said that, but could I just stress one more time? <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> like, you're scared of... Poking the beast. Yeah. So you just take a big old sledgehammer and cut off one of its toes. That's not going to do anything, Mm -hmm. right? That'll be fine. Oh my gosh. What an idiot. So in his trial, he pleaded temporarily insane. I mean, I would have to almost believe that because I'd be like, yeah, you were insane to do that. Well, yeah, but actually (laughs) it it was weird because he ended up, um, he was acquitted of the murder in the end, right? Okay. Okay. He was temporarily insane. But he actually ended up in an institution Um, later. He was, I think, up in Traverse City. Ended up in an institution, and sadly, he uh, later died of a drug overdose. So there might have actually been something to the temporary insanity. But at the same time, I feel like it has to be pretty premeditated. I mean, I don't know really where the the line stops between... Because I feel like anyone who really kills anyone is probably temporarily insane. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that much about I feel like, that. so, so we're all capable of uh-huh. horrible things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for some people where it would not generally be something that they would ever do, even if they were super scared and sometimes like a fight or flight thing happens in their brain yeah. and it's like almost like they black out. Yeah. Or, you know, something like that. And then I think that there are people who are like, oh, no, I knew what I was doing and I killed them. And that's just how it is. Yeah. I just feel like it depends on circumstance because there's definitely people who have been, like, hardened by the world and how difficult, Mm -hmm. you know, living in this crazy ass world is and who just kind of... I like nope. This is what I am now, mm-hmm. and 
Bang, yeah. bang, bang. Bang, bang. Let's yeah. shut you down. Bang, bang. Right. Yeah, no, I, it's just, it's like something that, like, it's just situational, but killing people's never good, so. Yeah, asshole. Anyway. Yeah. Above all, out. <laughs> yeah, above all. Yes, stupid kid. Um, so I think, like I said earlier, um, they used the hotel as part of the pathway to smuggle, smuggle alcohol from Canada during the Prohibition. The illegal gambling was done in the basement, and um, this actually, this part of the basement was really cool. I saw a video of it, and um, it's right underneath kind of where... I think the hotel was, or the, the hotel, uh, well, duh, where the hotel was, where the dining room was at the hotel. But um, there was a stairway that went up directly to where the bar, like, was. So, like, they could just order whatever they wanted from the bar, and then they'd go down the steps, and there'd be the illegal gambling table. And they'd be like, oh, here's your drinks, you know, and they just walk right back up. And you can see it in the video. It's really cool. You know, more than anything in this world, I mm-hmm. just want to learn how to play poker. Um, I and I just want to go to one of those places and just... For the night, uh-huh. act like you know what you're doing. I know, <laughs> yeah, like just I act. Think you know what you're doing. Just like a fantasy, like just pretend that I am the mob gangster, yeah. like the head person. Yeah. I want to be Al Capone. Yeah, Ali Capone. Ali Capone. Can um, I be your? Can I be your hot chick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can be my side. Gambling scares me because I don't know. Like, even though I'm at like you know, Royal Eagle Casino or whatever, you know, with old people, I'm still afraid someone's going to pull out a gun and shoot me. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I feel like with some of the places that I've worked and some of the things that I've done, Uh it's like I'm not so much afraid of people very much. Okay, yeah. Like, like I'm definitely not, like, stupid, like, obviously, (laughs) be careful around people, but at the same time, I'm like, what is the most a person can really do to me? Yeah. They can kill me, they can torture me, they can, you know, but what, like, (laughs) but what can you really do that I can't do to myself at 2 (laughs) a.m.? Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's terrible. But at the same but, yeah. time, I feel like uh, I I just sort of kind of have a nonchalant. Yeah. Like, meh, whatever. It's like, eh, if I die, I die. That's actually a very healthy way to look at things. But I'm also fiercely protective of other people. Like, I, I can't stand the idea of anyone else dying mm-hmm. with me being there. Yeah. I have, like, a hero complex, so you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We need to talk. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> therapy, people. Go to therapy. therapy. Um, so, oh, yeah. And then one other really cool thing about the, the whole smuggling whatever um, was that there is a secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel through the mountain. <laughs> uh, from the hotel to the building across the street, which is now the Isabella Bank. They recently, like, officially opened the tunnel and then filled it in. Because, you know, modern ah. people suck. But ah. there was a tunnel! 
There's a secret what? tunnel under the street. They filled it in. They didn't just yeah. close it off and no, were just, like, don't go in this tunnel. No, it was they, closed out. And then they were like, they opened it up and were like, oh, look, there's the tunnel. Let's fill it in now. Why? Because people are dumb. And they don't like cool, spooky things. <sighs> So. I wonder if there was, like, an actual reason, like, the street above it was going to cave in or something. I don't care if the street caves in. <laughs> I want there's, the tunnel. There's nothing more important than, than preserving the tunnel. The tunnel. The, the smuggler's tunnel. Um, so that's all kind of, like, about, like, the background, like, history-wise with the hotel. So now we're going to get into, like, kind of, like, the, um, the, uh, the ghosts and the creepy. So, do you remember um, Isaiah? Yes. Okay. Who he died? Was, he was the guy who died. Did he die in the hotel? Yes. Okay. So I missed he, that part. Sorry. He is a dark entity that appears in the <gasps> upper floors and in the tap room, which is the room that he died in. Shut up. So, he appears... Yeah, he appears as a dark entity. We have to go there. Specifically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, like, only probably, like, maybe, maybe an hour away. Maybe. Maybe, like, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. We have to go there. <laughs> Continue. And then, uh, so there are all, like, these little things that kind of happen um, throughout the hotel where, like, there's knocking in the library. Or the, the library. The library is no longer there. There's knocking in the lobby, unexplained noises. But the, one of the things that really stands out is um, there's, smell of, there's a smell of perfume. And there's also people report, um, reports of seeing an old woman in, like, um, in different rooms. And what these people assume with the perfume and the, the seeing the older woman is kind of the matriarch of the hotel, the wife of, um, Al Alfred, Albert, what's his name? <laughs> Alfred, the wife of Alfred, um, was kind of like the matriarch of the hotel and she, like, is kind of rumored to be kind of haunting, overwatching, like, the hotel. So, like, <laughs> she'll be, like, like, people will look up in a window and, like, maybe see, like, an older woman up there. And... So that's one thing that would completely spook me out is oh, yeah. uh, the smelling of perfume. Because oh, yeah. I have a weird thing about smell. Uh -huh. um, like, I am very, not sensitive to smell, but smell is very important to me like yeah. I really like perfume I'm very yeah. conscious of like putting on deodorant obviously smelling good because mm -hmm. to me you could be ugly you could be whatever you could be you know not super great with people or whatever but if you smell good mm -hmm. like you've already got a point yeah in my book that's true but it also really creeps me out like yesterday we were upstairs mm -hmm. about to go to bed and i could freaking smell like a weird perfumey smell thing and it just and our window was open so it, we oh. knew it was coming outside but it would just it creeped me out and mm -hmm. pretty much every single night i make jeremy come down here and check our gas stove oh yeah to make sure that it's not turned on i'm slightly paranoid about that because there was one time when um the gas stove was like the gas was running mm -hmm. for a while and we didn't know oh, it no. and then we found out yeah. yeah so anyway i'm just like paranoid but smell yeah. kind of 
That really creeps me out. My grandma, um, after her mom died, uh, she smelled her perfume. Like a breeze kind of went through. She was in the kitchen. Went through the kitchen. <sighs> she smelled her mom's perfume. It's so... My, my grandma's crazy. We'll go, we can go into it. It's uh, so creepy. She has seen so many things. My grandma is just like crazy spiritual. Um, a couple uh, different quote unquote like comments or real life statements from people who have had different like haunting experiences at the hotel. So I figured I'd share them on here. Wait, like um, people you knew? Or? No, like oh, just okay. on, like on like um oh, okay, blogs gotcha. or websites. Sorry. Yeah. Like different comments on things. Okay. Um oh and then to go back to the perfume real quick. Um generally the perfume is smelled on the 185th and 186th room on the third floor. So okay. if we go there we know which rooms we know to which get. rooms to go if we want to smell perfume. Um, so this first one is from Kathy, and she published this back in 2016. Um, and she said, "I love the Dortree Hotel. This is our third time here from California visiting family. We stay in the newer addition, going to and from our room to the restaurant. We cross cross through the conference room. I can see people dancing and hear the music of the 30s." Another thing, when walking up from the McEwen Street and looking up into the hotel, the second floor window, there is a little old gray-haired lady cleaning the window and watching the street. Okay, so first off, she's been there three times. Mm -hmm. And so she's had to experience this Mm -hmm. multiple times and she's like, no, it's fine. I'll just keep going. Yeah, she's like, oh, there are people dancing. I mean, I guess it's not any more crazy than me being like, let's go stay at a haunted hotel on purpose. But I feel like I would be like, let's go stay there. And then it would actually happen. And I'd be like, okay, that's that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Unsubscribe. (laughs) Yeah. Um... That's wild. Yeah. But I guess if it's just, like, people dancing, it's like, oh, one my, just... One of my worst fears, though, is people in windows, either on the inside or the outside. Like, I hear stories about <gasps> people up. talking about, like, dog man looking in their window, and I just about die. Anyone looking die. in any window ever. I... I... Uh, the I think the biggest thing for me is mirrors, like, oh. in the middle of the night, going to the bathroom, washing oh. your hands, looking up in the mirror, and seeing something behind you. Oh. <laughs> why? Why do you do this to me? And I have a horrifying story of one time I saw something. <laughs> it was a, it wasn't in the it was a centipede on oh, the wall behind okay. me. It was nothing. Oh, okay. oh my gosh. It, oh my it gosh. scared the shit out of me anyway. <laughs> or like a monster behind you it's a centipede that would freak me out too honestly though it scared the oh, shit out it's of one me. of the ones with like tons of little yeah. <laughs> and the long antenna oh, and the worst thing is that when I turned around it fell on the floor and scrambled away and I couldn't do anything about it <laughs> yeah my grandma found one of those on her the other day yeah she was like oh I feel a tickling <laughs> And it turned out to be one of those. Stop! On your face! <laughs> she was just like, yeah, I didn't like it. And I was like, how are you still alive? <laughs> how how have you not lit yourself on fire? <laughs> <laughs> like that? I would 
gasoline. <laughs> my life is no longer worth living. Let me just douse myself in gasoline now. Oh my gosh. Um, but people dancing. I mean, I guess if they're doing their own thing, minding their own business. Like that would be kind like, of a cool haunting to do. Yeah, like it'd, it'd be, be kind like, of like, oh. it's more like a time like skip. Yeah. You know, at that point. I'm just way too nosy. I would yeah. kind of... See, it's horrible. I'm on this horrible line of, like, get the fuck out of there. And then mm-hmm. also, like, I wonder if they can see me or if they're, like, yeah. in their own plane of existence. Well, that's the thing. Like, I've heard so many stories about that type of fake where sometimes people notice you or sometimes, like, you notice, like, random people. Or they're shocked if you do notice them. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? And you're like... I don't know. I feel like it has to do something with time or energy or something. Yeah. Um, but I guess there's random um, locking and unlocking of doors, which is creepy as hell. Nice. Um, and this is from, this is a story from MichiganHauntedHouses.com. Um, and this person lives in Claire. And they say, um, I've worked there and I've stayed in there and I'm part of the hotel and part of the hotel definitely has some weirdness going on. There's one room that used to be Mrs. Dotry's room, and it has a painting of her in it, or it used to been a while. Sorry, this is a little written a little oddly, but many people, including myself, have seen her eyes move. Shut up. Also in the basement. Wait, in a painting? Mm-hmm. Where she used to stay. Uh, yup. And then, uh, and then also, uh... In the basement, where you go to use the men's public restroom, um, um, going down there gives you goosebumps, and he, this person swears they've seen someone down there after hours, and when she turned on the light, they were gone. That's also a place to visit and learn about. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I mean, it is. It's pretty fun to learn about, but still... And then these are just a couple notes I picked up when I was watching random uh, videos on YouTube. Um, so one person had an experience where um, their door jiggled like someone was trying to get in. So then they went to it and opened it. No one's there. Okay, but not to be like the pessimist, but that could have also just been like a drunk dude. I know. Who went to the wrong door. But still, drunk people are pretty scary. <laughs> dude. <laughs> so true. So true. Then, anyway, uh, continue. And then there was a door that closed by itself without someone's hand on the handle. Um, no. And you can see in this video, you can see um, the shadow of the door, like the way the light is cast. And either someone would have had been inside pulling it, um, which you would have seen, or you would have seen the shadow of someone pushing it. Ah! It just did it by itself. And- ah! I was about to say, if you say that there was no one there and then there was a shadow of a person, but you could... No, there was no one. There was no one there and you couldn't even see a shadow of someone. So either it had to be some sort of pressure, like wind pressure or something like that. Like maybe a window was open? Yeah, that that could... I mean, that could make sense, like the wind pressure or something of something outside. But at the same time, it was just... It was creepy to watch. (sighs) Um, And then... Oh yeah, and then in the the uh, the lobby, if you go there, they have all these like historical, quote unquote, artifacts. Basically, just like a bunch of old dolls. <gasps> no, no. Okay, 
Okay, so I said earlier I can't do, like, ghost children. Uh-huh. Fuck dolls. <laughs> Fuck them all to hell. I, no. No, 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 no. I went and saw Annabelle Creation in theaters, like, four years ago, whenever uh-huh. it came out. I didn't really, like... I didn't really feel like seeing that. Like, I, I've i never been super into, like, horror horror movies, yeah. like, paranormal horror yeah. movies, because they just scare the shit out of me. But my friend really wanted to go, so I went, and I had a glass doll in my room oh that my, my parents had given me. I still have it, because it's, like, oh so gosh. sentimental, I don't want to get rid of it, but I swear yeah, that, that, middle. that doll almost got her ass kicked <laughs> when I came home that night. Oh my It was gosh. so bad. I can't I can't with those things. Like, no. I, can't. I And now people are like, oh, does your daughter have a doll? Fuck no. Get that shit away. Yeah, no. She can no. have beanie babies. Yep. Beanie babies are perfectly benign, right? Unless, they, you know, you have like a ton of them and then in the middle of the night they all get possessed and then bury you under a tub. <sighs> Um, Anna, you just ruined everything. It's fine. It's fine. Right in the childhood. Um, so I just wanted to real quick touch on like a couple things that you can go and see now um, at the hotel. So right now they have a leprechaun lounge, which is really cute because it's um, just like a. It's kind. It kind of reminds me of like something you'd see in Frankenmuth. Which Wait, a leprechaun lounge? Yeah! So they have paintings of leprechauns making beer on the wall. And it's so cute. That's just beautiful. It's, it, was, it was really cute. And I guess, and I never I never found anything to confirm this, so I don't know if it's something they still do, but I guess Claire celebrates their mob history and their reenactments of the murder. But I don't know if that's actually... Like, I found one source. So, like, that could still huh. be, like, iffy. That could have been just, like, a one-time thing. Yeah. Um, and then rooms, if you wanted to, like, go there. Like, say you wanted a jacuzzi room. Um, you could go, like, and you just wanted, like, a... It, like, there are different seasons or whatever. But it'd be, like, 150 bucks for a night. For a jacuzzi room. I would love a jacuzzi room, Dude. but I'm also... So, one of my biggest fears is drowning, and I'm afraid a oh. ghost would try to drown me. You just ruined a jacuzzi room. Right. <laughs> Why? Sorry, Why? my bad. Um, and then, um, they're really... Like, the food that they have in their kitchen looks amazing. Because they make almost everything from scratch. And, like, I saw a video of, like, their news covering it. And it was, like, this guy was, like, oh, yeah, I went to pastry school. And I'm making this fresh... Pastry school. Yeah. He's, like, I'm making this fresh, like, turnover peach cobbler with melted ice cream and handmade, like, peach syrup over it. I'm pretty sure any man that goes to pastry school, it's, like, the same thing as a woman going to a Bible school for her MRI or uh, if you're a man and go to pastry school, women will fall at your feet. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, he, uh, he thought well on that mm-hmm. one because, mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine just waking up and being like, can I have a scone? Can I have a scone, zombies? Yes. Oh my gosh, make I me love it. Pastries. Um, oh, and they also make, like, a lot of their noodles are fresh, freshly made. Oh. 
which I'm just like, that's like a level of extra. That is so extra. Do I you want to know how many years I've had a package of noodles in my cabinet <laughs> and how I will still eat that shit? <laughs> I mean, why not? There's not bugs in it. It's not moldy. But to have made fresh noodles. Yeah. Like that's, from scratch. Yeah. That's, wow. It, okay. it's, wow. it's really cool. We need to go um, there. So, and then they also have, they have a Claire Irish Festival there. Sounds pretty fun. They have the first uh, Cops and Donut shop in town. <gasps> I think it's across the street from the hotel. Um, obviously, strong Irish influence. I'm, I'm um, really excited about the donuts. And then I think there is a book called Mystery Man by Robert Knapp. And it is about the murder. Like, so all about the murder and everything that happened, like, with it. So all the details, all the grisly details oh are goodness. in that book. If you wanted to read it. And then the last fact that I think is really, really fun is um, currently the hotel is being run, uh, run by Dean and Jim that are fourth generation Daltries. So the same so it family. Stayed in the family. It stayed in the family. What if it's just that family is haunted? That would suck. And so if the hotel was owned by different people, it wouldn't be haunted anymore. I doubt it. I feel like it would be more haunted then. Oh, because maybe. Because like, yeah. people would be like all crazy. I don't know. I don't know. But... Man. So that's a that's a Dodry hotel. That was a freaking good haunted hotel. Dude. It is it's like I had uh mm. I feel like it's just haunted enough where I would want to stay there because I probably wouldn't see anything. Well, but I could. Okay, so the the eyes in the painting and the perfume to me are the creepiest. Uh-huh. But the people who are just like dancing, whatever, yeah. I, it's like, oh. Yeah, I'd be totally I would down be down that. to see that. Yeah. I would be. So I want to like know. jump through to their dimension and join them. Yeah, but then what if you got stuck? Mm. You know. I guess you'd have to come visit me. Yeah, I guess. I would just have to be like, sorry, Jeremy, I have to go to the hotel. so much for tuning into part two of episode one on haunted hotels if you think that smelling a dead woman's perfume in the middle of the night might be either your dream or your worst nightmare text this podcast to a friend and if you want to support us consider doing something simple like subscribing or leaving a five-star review or following us on a social media we're on tiktok at how not to die podcast and instagram at how not to die pod 